0: We are live, episode 29. Uh, Coming up, we've got USA, USA, Sean White. Can he capture his third gold medal? Patrick Conner from Barstool, making perverted waves in the air here. Uh, Johnny Douchebag Football. Is he going back to the NFL? That is a question we will answer, hopefully. Probably not. Good old crazy college basketball. Can it get any crazier? That is the question. Uh, 40 year old MMA fighter, Yoel Romero, grabs another KO victory. How does he do it? He's 40. Good lord. And plus, we got some info on Mayweather McGregor, again. Kim Jong-un, cocaine and fishing? Fishing, yeah. Uh, All coming up. So, if you're ready,
1: I'm I'm ready. ready. Let's
0: do this. We got the backspin on here. Channel 43, Sirius XM. No free ads. No free ads. So, starting off here, USA, Sean White, my red-haired brother. The Ginger Twins wins his third gold medal on his final run of the day in the men's halfpipe. That man has nerves of steel. No doubt. In second place. Last run of the day. Last snowboarder of the day. And his last chance to grab a gold medal. And he fing does it like a boss. Hats off to Sean White and all of the USA team members over in South Korea. Uh North Korea, by the way. Uh Joined up with the South, and they still suck. Zero medals. uh, Suck one. So, uh, anyway. You think Sean uh, White has one more gold left in him? I think he's got more than one
1: more gold because he's looking at the Summer Olympics 2020 for skateboarding. (laughs) But listen. He's a skateboarder? Dude, he does it all. Did not know that. But it's funny you say hats off. Did you watch the end of his run? He took his hat off. He helmet off into the crowd imagine the person who brought home that souvenir
0: Some cash money. I don't know would you rather have that or would you rather have a seat out of the Super Bowl? Oh, I
1: want the helmet for sure. I'm rocking that to the bars every night Getting him to <laughs> so autograph it so
0: you don't get beat up
1: well I mean, <laughs> You never know what happens. oh man,
0: but uh, so yeah North Korea South Korea combined as one zero medals Ah, where's it at? Oh, I love it. Uh, Speaking of North Korea, I got a couple. Actually, I got one more story about that later on. Not going to get to that right now. But right now I'm going with uh, our rivals. Barstool Sports Uh has fired one of their own. Patrick Connor for making rude and perverted comments regarding 17 year old Chloe Kim who won a gold medal herself in the uh, women's halfpipe. Connor referred to Kim as a, and I quote, little hot piece of ass. Wow.
1: End quote. There are some things you just do not ever say
0: about Uh, a 17 year old. So he basically stated that he has a countdown going until Kim's 18th birthday. He knew the date and everything creepy dude very creepy I mean keep that to yourself bro I mean you're like 40 or some damn pervert Christ he deserves everything coming to him that's for sure
1: Chloe call us up we'll run protection details for you at places make sure this guy don't show up
0: this is insane.
1: next level creepy
0: I like barstool but Connor needs his ass whooped and I'll do it for you put us in a boxing ring Barstool. Rough and rowdy three, do it. Let's go. Connor versus first John from on the road sports podcast. Let's do it. He needs a good ass kicking for that kind of comment. Can we go tag team? You damn pervert. Two of them versus two of us. Ugh. Serious. I'm. I'm. Hashtagging barstool or whatever at barstool on this one. Let's get it going. All the money, all the tickets will go to charity of Kim's choice. Sounds good to me. Sure. Moving on. Speaking of douchebags, Johnny Football has stated he will play in the Texas Spring League in an attempt to work his way back to the NFL. He says he's only 25 years old and his best football is still in front of him. He also said that he has matured and overcome depression and therefore will focus solely on football. Well, good luck to you, boy. You're going to need it. Uh, I bet the first beer offered, he takes it. Listen. Just okay. saying. The dude cannot miss a party. I'm serious. I hope he makes it. We'll see. Maybe the Browns will take him back. I don't he know. He is the last quarterback to win for the Browns. Uh, I and mean, you got to give there's it to no him.
1: Tal- uh, there's no denying that he is an athlete. The, the guy can play football. He's taking care of the mental stuff off the field. You know, he... He came through and said that, you know, when he got drafted by the Browns, he thought he should have went higher. He thought he should have went to another team. He wanted the Cowboys to take him. So he wasn't even playing 100% for them. Right. And still managed to win their last game. Right. I'm on his side here. I want to see him go CFL
0: back to
1: the NFL.
0: I don't know about CFL. Why not? Dude, screw the CFL. A lot
1: of people got their start in Canada. Ugh.
0: Canada. Um, oh, Canada. I mean, whatever. If, if whatever he's got to do, he thinks he's the way he's talking. He's going straight to the NFL. I doubt it. He might. There has been talk among executives of giving him
1: another shot, bringing him in for a practice squad, that kind of what? stuff.
0: What? Who? What executives? You're just making thirteen crap teams. up. Thirteen
1: teams. Thirteen. Talked about bringing him in, practice squad, preseason. Good you know, lord. He's got NFL experience. It's hard to find that in a quarterback. And, of course, he's been there before. He's done all the stuff
0: wrong. Give him a chance to do it right. I think I think he will do better the second time around. I don't think he's going to end up being what everyone thought he was going to be. But being older, a little bit mature, uh, battled the inner demons, and won, according to him. So... I wouldn't mind seeing him go back to a team for a year and see what he could do. Uh, So we'll see what happens. We'll keep you updated. Uh, Moving on. College basketball. Man, is it crazy this year. The simplest way to put it. It's crazy. I'm going to give you a good example. All right, let me clear my throat here. This is a crazy league this year. Listen to this. Number one Virginia gets beat by unranked Virginia Tech and still takes the number one spot. But then Virginia Tech gets their asses kicked by number 12 Duke. But Duke was just beat by unranked St. John's, and St. John's has a losing record of 11 and 13. And oh yeah, Villanova got beat by St. John's too. And another Villanova just got beat Wednesday by unranked Providence. I could go on and on, but you get the picture. It's nuts. It's something else. Kentucky and Trey Young have both lost four straight games. I won't even discuss the rankings or the tournament projections right now because who the knows? Nobody knows. This year, anyone can beat anyone at any time, anywhere. There is no correct prediction right now. It's all about the upsets. It's all about the upsets, baby. Anybody can get it right now. Dickie V, baby. (laughs) Might see an upset. (laughs) Oh, I love Dickie V. Uh, we'll see what happens. I am very anxious to see the projections come out and see where we're, you know where West going to be, where Oklahoma State's going to be, you know, all the good teams. Where, uh.
1: <laughs> where are you on the WVU scale after that Oklahoma State loss right now?
0: Well, they they won after that, correct?
1: Yeah, they beat TCU, but you said TCU don't matter, so that's the last game that we're going to go right, by. Right,
0: we're going to lose four straight now. <laughs> That's, that's what I'm feeling. I hope not. I hope I'm completely wrong. We're at it two on the WVU meter for Listen, John, folks. Listen, we're playing at Kansas this Saturday. In the fog.
1: <laughs> that's
0: a loss. Chalk it up as an L. So we'll talk about that next week on episode 30. But right now, let's stick with episode 29. Uh, moving on Mixed Martial Arts, Yo L. Romero. Old Grandpa Yoel does it again. The 40-year-old defies the aging process and puts down Luke Rockhold unconscious on the canvas. Uh, Brutal. He will likely face Bobby Knuckles for the middleweight title if he can make weight, and that's a big if. Uh, He weighed in at 188, I believe, for the Rockhold fight. Rockhold should have turned that down, in my opinion. Uh, you know, Rockhold had to lose the weight. He was feeling bad. You know, he lost all that water. Uh, Yoel didn't have to lose as much. So maybe he was feeling better. Maybe he knew that he could beat him like that. I I don't know. So
1: you're saying he had an unfair advantage. Correct. The (laughs) who's 40 had an unfair
0: advantage. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen this guy? I don't care. He is more ripped and buff than any guy in the UFC. Anybody. He is a monster. He is scary. I don't even. I wouldn't even want to be. I wouldn't want to share the same air as him. I'm afraid he'd get mad. So what you're saying is that
1: prune juice is
0: working for him, emphasis on juice. <laughs> he did get popped for juice uh, about two years ago. There so, we go. Uh, Maybe he's dosing again. Anyway, uh, so he's going to face Bobby Knuckles if he can make weight. Uh, he did. Like I said, he didn't make weight for this bout. Uh, He's lucky the Rockhold accepted, however, his actions just after the fight uh, were not so brutal. Did you see this? Yes, I don't (laughs) want to talk about this, it made me uncomfortable. As uh, he got close to Rockhold's face, said a couple of things in his native tongue, uh, hence the tongue part, uh, and slowly and gently kissed. Rockhold's cheek. So, what the f-? I mean, what? As you would imagine, Michael uh, Bisping I mean, uh, had a few choice words for the Cuban, saying that Romero and Rockhold make a great Valentine's couple, and to uh, get a room, and even offer to pay for the room. <laughs> Pretty good one. I mean, I, I enjoyed that. Uh, bizbing is always talking s***. Sh- that's just Bisping, man. He ain't no McGregor, though. Anyway, I will uh, be going over to the MMA events this coming weekend, but for now, Jake, what you got? You're not gonna talk about it.
1: Talk so about I'm gonna what? have to bring it up. What is it? Tommy Brady. Oh, you talking about the kiss? Yeah, you're talking about kisses there. Uh.
0: This one made me 100 times more comfortable more comfortable more uncomfortable I, mean. I was like whoa yeah uh, this one was pretty bad I di- I wasn't gonna go there but his son's what 12 eleven 11 kissing him on the lips all right so he he was Tom Brady was getting a massage uh his son comes in the room says dad can I check my fantasy he says Tom says what do I get so the boy kind of reluctantly you know shrugs his shoulders comes in there. Gives his dad a, a one-second kiss on the lips as Tom Brady was laying down. Uh, the kid attempts to walk away. Tom says, that was just a peck. So, his boy comes back. They lock lips for a solid three count. Three Mississippis. Oh, it was bad. And uh, there was even a sound to it. So, what I mean, that's just all right. First of all, I, I don't think you need to be kissing your son on the lips at age 11 to begin with. But if you did, I'm not going to say anything. But three seconds—that is uncomfortably long. You know what I mean, Pink Floyd? <laughs> no. <I> kissed <laughs> kissed my dad uncomfortably long. <laughs> Okay. Oh, okay. Man. Back to the real world. All right. So, no, you you keep going. <laughs> okay. I'm taking a break. I'm done. I quit. You quit?
1: Done. All right, my I'm show. Out. We'll see you. Listen, folks. Spring training baseball is back, oh, and I couldn't God. be more excited for it. Oh well, I couldn't tell. No way. The Braves are making the postseason this year.
0: Oh, and how do you know?
1: For us, it's been a drought. Oh, just the talent on the roster. It's going to be a Giants-Yankees World Series, but the Braves are be, are going to be a wild card. Right? Listen to this team. All right? You have Julio Tehran, Fody, Scott Casimir, Brandon McCarthy, the Twitter genius, and Sean Newcomb as their starting rotation. Uh, Tyler Flowers, Kurt Suzuki back as catchers. They just signed Stewart. On a uh, minor league deal, he is the oldest guy on the team at 35. Other than that, you know, the rest of the guys are all young. All-star Freddie Freeman on first base. Young guy, Albies on second. Dansby Swanson at short. He's another young guy. Your your third base is a toss-up. Com- Culberson, Camargo, Ruiz. They got Austin Riley, the prospect, in camp. You've got your outfit, who's going to be Lane Adams, Ender Enciarte, Nick Marcakis Adams is a talented young guy Enciarte is an all-star Marcakis is the veteran of the outfield you got top prospect Ronald Acuna who's in camp right now making waves I'm loving this your camp is full of first round picks that they've picked up over the past couple years they're coming on strong 19 and 20 year olds it's a dynasty and the, then, the Braves? Yes. Oh, Christ. Get ready for it. Get ready for All it. Right. Braves to the postseason, mark my words, and th- special shout-out to Ray Patrick Didier, the human target. The guy holds a record for being hit by a pitch. <laughs> It's like the ball somehow magically gets drawn to him. he got a plate in his head or something? I don't know. I don't know. But he's got records for being hit by pitches. Can't wait to see him in a major league level. Now let's go back to your stuff. Let's do I'm it. I'm way too excited right now. Man,
0: you're a little bit excited for uh, a season that doesn't start for a little bit. But uh, I can't blame you there. I'm already excited for uh, for NFL football. It's only been gone for a week. Oh, uh, anyways, so mixed martial arts. I'll cover this real quick. Uh, this weekend, starting off Friday, February seventeenth, Bellator one ninety four at the Mohegan Sun Arena in uh, yep. Uncasville, Connecticut. Uh, start off the night this is the main the main card. Uh, featherweight bout: Taiwan Claxton takes on uh, Jose Antonio Perez. Uh, A women's flyweight bout, we got Heather Hardy, taking on uh, Anna Juleton and light heavyweight. We got uh, Liam McGreary and Vadim Nimkov. Lightweight co-main event, Patricky Ferrer versus Derek Campos. And finally, our main event of the evening, a heavyweight bout. It's actually a part of the Bellator Heavyweight World Grand Prix tournament quarterfinal Matt Mitrione takes on Roy Big Country Nelson so I'm going to go back through real quick I've got Perez with the win I've got Heather Hardy with the win I've got Liam McGeary with the win I've got Patrick with the win and I got Mitrione with the win so that's the Bellator uh, 194 card moving on to what I'm excited for uh, Saturday the 18th UFC Fight Night Cowboy versus uh, Maderos. So, to start off the main car, we got Super Sage Northcutt. Man, is that boy pumped up all the time, bro. Man, he is just jacked. I like Sage. He's a good kid. Uh, he's on. taking on... Uh, Can we just call him Ivan Drago Jr.? He looks just like him. Just like Ivan Drago. Forget Super Sage. It's Ivan Drago Jr. He is taking on Thibaut Gowdy. Uh, I think, I think Northcutt gets the win here. They're giving him some guys that... Maybe aren't quite. They pushed him up to a level that he wasn't too quick, trying to make him a star. I think the UFC shouldn't have done that. Uh, They also shouldn't have let him take a a welterweight fight, but they did. Uh, That's just my opinion. So, he's taking on uh, Gowdy. I think he gets the win. Uh, Featherweight bout. Steven Peterson takes on Brandon Davis. Uh, I've got Davis there with the win. Uh, a welterweight bout. Tiago Alves comes back from a lengthy layoff to take on Curtis Millender. <clears throat> I think Alves is well past his prime. I think he gets. Uh, I think he gets beat up here. I think Millender just lays into him. Uh, a lightweight bout. James Vick takes on Francisco Trinaldo. I think uh, Vick gets the win here. Vick is very tough. Uh, our co-main event heavyweight bout. Derek Lewis, the Black Beast, takes on uh, Marcin Tibera. It's hard to count Derek Lewis out. Says he's been working on his cardio. He's strong. He's big. He's tough. I think Lewis takes this one. And then finally, our main event of the evening, a welterweight bout. Donald, Cowboy Cerrone, comes back and takes on Yancey Medeiros. Um, Cerrone moved his way up Took on some pretty stiff competition. Uh, I think that Cerrone gets the win here. He gets back on track with the win. Has him a few cold Budweiser's in the conference uh, after the fight. I like Cowboy. I think he gets the win here. So, my question to you, Jake. How are we getting the money to bet and who are we betting on? Let me see your list. Come on. It better be Super Sage. Here's your bet.
1: Remember, I am 5-0 Sometimes I'm not as confident as others. Plain Jane. Here we go. All right. I want you to get in your car, search the floorboards, rob the cup holders, wherever you keep your loose change in your car. Once you gather that all up, you're going to take it. You're going to lay every last penny you gather up out of your car on Francisco Trinaldo. What? What? Yes.
0: You're going to lay every last penny. Yeah. Did you do that on purpose? No. That's the second episode in a row that I've done that. I dated Tiger
1: Woods last time. <laughs> every last penny on Francisco Tornaldo. Dude, I've got James Vick there. Mainly because, yeah, and you had the other guy last time. I still win. James Tri- Vick. We'll take it. Trinaldo is the guy with the, with the last name that is most likely made fun of. So he's going to be tough. Right? This is how we pick them. This is how I've always picked them. They've all been winners. Ronaldo becomes Turnhomo. <laughs> Turnhomo? There you go. Oh, God. That was lame. Uh, I mean, it's a stretch, but I'm not
0: that confident this time. Uh-oh. That's all why right. I said just your car change. Here we go. Get this. Floyd Mayweather is talking about fighting Conor McGregor in Mixed Martial Arts more than ever now. He has posted pictures of himself in the Octagon. His managers are talking about it. His fans are talking about it. So here's the question I've been getting from a lot of people, including my wife. So that should tell you how popular this is when she doesn't even watch Mixed Martial Arts. Uh, I read an article where Mayweather's uncle was saying if the fight's Stayed standing, Mayweather would win. But then he said, if McGregor threw a kick, a knee, or if the fight went to the ground, Floyd would lose. Yeah, but if they're staying standing, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. McGregor's gonna kick, right? So that's gonna be his first move. You said. Listen, he also said the Mayweather camp would be interested in a tune-up fight against someone like CM Punk. I I wouldn't mind seeing CM Punk get knocked out. That's a money
1: maker right there. It is because you're bringing in the boxing crowd. You're bringing in the wrestling crowd.
0: In C- the octagon. CM Punk has trained jujitsu. What if he got a hold of Floyd? I would say CM Punk could choke him out. And then there's there goes the Connor fight. Not going to happen. So they need to pay CM Punk to lose pretty much.
1: Well, I mean he's used to getting paid to lose. He's from the wrestling world. So anyway,
0: uh, hey, listen. Floyd, Let me step in the ring with you. Listen, Mr. Uncle, Mayweather Uncle. The very first thing McGregor would throw would be a spinning heel kick to the liver. He would then proceed with a double leg takedown and then bash Mayweather's head off the canvas with multiple elbows until either the referee stops it or Mayweather is out cold. And this all happens within 30 seconds, guaranteed. Uh, This is my take on the situation. However, do I think the fight will actually happen? considering the amount of money that would be involved there's always a very small chance but in reality Mayweather is a smart man he knows better this fight won't happen 100% this is all for publicity you heard it here first folks moving on here so I said I was gonna talk about Kim Jong-un and here I am there was a Kim Jong-un impersonator at the women's Korea Japan hockey game. (laughs) This dude looked identical to the actual uh, dick tater. Supposedly his name was Howard and he was from Australia, but during the game he briefly walked in front of a North Korean cheering section, waving a unification flag and smiling before being moved away back to his seat. Uh, Shortly after, local police surrounded him and led him to a staff room where they questioned his appearance. (laughs) He replied, this is how I look. So he wore a black, uh, a long black overcoat and glasses and sported the North Korean dictator's trademark haircut. It was great. He also was the same exact height and weight as fat-ass Kim Jong-un. So it, it was great. I mean, he was walking around waving that Korean flag. He was oh, upset because
1: they made him miss the end of the game. Yeah, I mean. Just he started he... counting the cops. There were ten cops around him said, can I go back to my seat? I'm missing the game. I want to see this one.
0: <laughs> Howard from Australia. Howard. Oh, man, that's funny. Uh, so, moving on here. Former Major League Baseball all-star pitcher Esteban uh, Leosa, who earned more than $43 million in 14 seasons, was arrested on suspicion of drug smuggling after San Diego County Sheriff's pulled him over for a traffic violation. This was a minor violation. They found a sophisticated compartment used to hide contraband in his vehicle. So later, they obtained a search warrant for the home he rented in Imperial Beach, where officials say packages were found containing a white powder. Uh, Here's the main part of the story. 20 fucking kilos of cocaine. That's 44 pounds. Of cocaine this guy had in his house. Uh, good God. I mean, he's big balling. He needs to wear one of them shirts. Big baller brand. Man. Lonzo or whatever that guy's name is. 44 pounds of booger sugar, folks. This man is blowing. I mean, great the authorities were able to get this terrible stuff off the streets, so We do not condone any type of illegal drug activity use or transportation in any way, shape, or form. We do not condone any illegal activities in any way, shape, or form ever. Uh, So, I know we talked about Kentucky basketball a little earlier, but I just can't get over how bad they're playing. I can't. This is crazy. It really pisses me off that they beat West Virginia at West Virginia, but this has to be the most disappointing Calipari slash Kentucky team ever. Could you imagine what the players must feel like? I mean really, they don't care,
1: they're only there for a year!
0: Kentucky's supposed to be top ten or even top five every single year, and they can't even hardly win two games in a row. I mean, riding a four game losing streak is likely the worst any Kentucky team has done in the last decade, or possibly even longer. I mean, will they get back on track? Hell, will they make the tournament? I mean, I'd say they, they could lose out and they would still make the tournament just because of their name. Uh, They're in, I mean, no doubt. But will they lose in either the first or second round? Yes, they will, no doubt. They will not make it further than that. This is where
1: Calipari, being Calipari, has messed over the Kentucky team. He's bought into the one-and-done fiasco, and now he's got a young team who's immature that he can't coach. They don't have a leader. Exactly. They need a senior guy on that team to say, listen up you heads, <laughs> this is what we're going to do and this is how we're going to play Right, because we're Kentucky.
0: There isn't But that. they don't
1: have that. They won't have that until Calipari drops the one-and-done stuff. He goes and, you know, look at Duke. Duke will support the one-and-done, but they also have seniors like Grayson Allen on the team. Right, right. you got Grayson Allen as a senior, Marvin Bagley as a freshman, and they're – Tearing up the, the ACC right now, they're they're playing pretty good basketball. Not typical Duke basketball, but I mean they're top ten team. They're they're a top ten team. They just lost to UNC, but that's everybody, a rivalry. It can go every, either way. Everybody else is losing. Everybody's too. losing right now. So, but you can't go strictly one and done with players. You have to have your senior leadership too, and the youth is killing Kentucky.
0: I think they might try to change direction a tad bit after this year.
1: I think Calipari may leave, and they may get a mass investigation slapped on him. By Whoa.
0: The yeah. Really? Oh, it happens was everywhere. I was not expecting that.
1: He was at Massachusetts. He left NCAA investigation, almost killed the program. He was at Memphis. Left massive NCAA investigation. So why would he leave then? What do you mean?
0: Just stay, and they won't investigate.
1: Yeah, but it's not like it hurts him any. The next team's already paying him.
0: I guess we'll find out. We'll keep you guys updated. Or
1: maybe he's getting tipped off that they're investigating him, and that's when he leaves.
0: Very possible. Again, we'll keep you updated. We don't want to say anything right now because we don't know. We have no source for that. That's just hearsay at this point. National Corrupted Athletics Association. Oh, okay. I mean collegiate. Here we go. This has absolutely nothing to do with sports or Maybe it kind of does if you're a competitive fisherman. Uh, Anyway, Jeep recently aired a commercial during the Super Bowl that pissed off Trout Unlimited CEO Chris Wood. Trout Unlimited is one of the nation's largest fish conservation groups, for those of you who don't know. Uh, Their CEO stated that Jeep's commercial glorified the destruction of aquatic habitat in an apparent attempt to appeal to off-road thrill seekers. He also said that fish are tough and resilient critters, but they don't do well with several thousand pound vehicles driving over their spawning grounds and tearing up the gravel in which they lay eggs. He said, and I quote, why someone would want to put out the idea that you should buy a Jeep so you can drive up the a creek is incomprehensible to me. It's obvious the dude's pissed off and you know what? He kind of, sort of has a point. I mean, you wouldn't want someone ramming their Jeep through your bedroom wall and running over your bed while you're trying to spawn, would you? I mean, come on. <laughs> Did you just use the word spawn? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I mean hey, you're in your bedroom. A, we just got a great glimpse at John's <laughs> bedroom life. I mean, really, if you're spawning in your bedroom and somebody just runs through your wall and runs over you with a Jeep, I mean, I'd be pretty pissed off, so... I can see his point, and yeah, I don't know, I mean, I, I personally own a Jeep, and I, I really don't have any need to drive up a creek, so I don't know why Jeep thinks that that's like the go-to. I've never seen a Jeep commercial where they're just driving down the highway. They're always out in the mud or dirt. I like to keep my Jeep clean. I don't know what I, how about anyone else, but well, I'm not just going to go take it mud first thing. I mean, That's because you're They're pricey, man. Different. They're pricey. It's like, oh, new Jeep Wrangler, 50 grand, come drive it in the mud like uh no I don't know man I just think I think he has a he has a case there man I think he you know it was aired during a Super Bowl I don't think Jeep plans to run the ad again actually they did state that so they're not going to be doing that anytime soon so I'm going to jump into our outro here final thoughts here we go I guess uh it's now cool to have red hair thanks to Sean White appreciate that buddy
1: yeah, because it was never cool before. Uh, You're still, you know, borderline cool, if that, just shut because up. of this.
0: Johnny Football will always be a douchebag, no matter what he does with his football career. Uh, Next uh, up. That's debatable. He's a douchebag. He may be a nice guy now that he's gotten his mental issues out of hand. Uh, Yoel Romero will likely compete in mixed martial arts until the age of 73. And he'll probably get, you know, dirty piss tests. Maybe. Uh, here we go. Don't dress up like Kim Jong-un, kids. He sucks. And finally, don't do cocaine. It's bad. We've covered this on multiple episodes. I feel like we shouldn't have to cover this anymore. The Chris Forrester episode. Everybody keeps doing cocaine.
1: Don't do
0: (laughs) drugs. It's simple. That simple. It's very simple. You'll turn out like us. (laughs) Turn out like John. We gotta roll out, folks. Uh... Get a hold of us on the road sports podcast at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Twitter at on the road sports. We'll see you guys next time for episode three zero.